Welcome to the podcast. Three, 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 three uncles. Three, 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 three uncles in a basement. Three uncles in the basement podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Three Uncles in a Basement. Today we are joined by the regular crew. I'm Robin. I'm Bindi. I'm Archie. I'm being uncle number four is back. She wasn't here for, what, the last episode? Last two episodes. Right. Um, before we get into the actual podcast, uh, we have to do a disclaimer. Don't take anything we say seriously. This is not advice. We are not telling anybody to do anything that we talk about. Even if we say we're giving or I advise you to, I advise you to do this, don't do it. And if you like what you hear today, definitely do follow us on Instagram as well as TikTok at Three Uncles in a Basement. Um, also, if anybody knows how to get four mics to work for a recording, please somehow let us know. For the people who know us, just call us. If anybody happens to come across our inst- Instagram, DM us. We've tried everything, tried different softwares, and... Um, yeah, no, nothing's worked. Okay, um, so we have a pretty decent show lined up for you guys today. We have a couple of different topics. Um, what do you guys want to start off with first? Uh, before we start, yeah, uh, it's tradition now to uh, uh, to apologize to people we've offended. So, is there somebody we offended in the last wedding episode? Okay, the thing is, is this going to be released before the wedding episode? No, after. Okay. So what was was there anybody that you offended in the wedding episode? Because we weren't there. It was just you and your older sister, Sim. I didn't think we offended anyone. We were just talking about our opinions of different vendors. But it was all like there was nothing offensive. So no. No apologies. Did you shit talk any vendors? No, I don't think so. Okay then. All right then. We're not apologizing to anybody today. Oh, we did kind of shit talk like brown parents and like how the wedding is all about them. So I guess apologies to brown parents. Apparently this is what this podcast is good for. <laughs> Just shit talking brown parents. There's <laughs> probably going to be more of that today too. You know what? That's, that's actually a good segue. Let's, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's start off with brown parents and how they view failure with their kids. So me growing up in my household, you were expected to perform in school. What was it like for you guys? We were expected to perform as well, but like I think there are differences between like your parents' expectations and like my parents' expectations because like in this household, like I don't know about you guys, but no one ever said like in high school or university, show me your grades. Um, you could show them if you wanted to, but no one was looking at your report card unless you like like actually showed it to them. You weren't ever forced to. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. I think no one ever forced us to show our... No one ever forced us to show our report card. It was just your Margie. But um, I don't know, for me, I guess because I stressed about school, mom would come up to me and be like, anybody can get on the... Sorry, why are you studying so much? <laughs> like, but it was the should... opposite. It's not like your the parents were saying, oh, study harder. Why aren't you studying no, enough? It was more like, okay, can you take a break and stop yeah, studying? Yeah, I mean, I guess for my case and Roger's case, that uh, applies to us because I guess, well, you too sometimes, but like, I mean, we're kind of anal with like school. So yeah, mom, mom would just be like, why are you studying so much? I'm going to rip up your textbooks and hide them. <laughs> she says it all the time. And then... Um, yeah, no one like asked. Like they just like think like eighty or above is good. That was their normal thing. Yeah, and they didn't really think of like career, be doctor, be this. They just said like ask me, ask Bindi what you're gonna become. That's all it was. So like I think the other day too, I think I was downstairs eating dinner, and then Dad was like, well, "If you ever need help for your exams and stuff, you should ask Bindi." In my head, I'm thinking Bindi's degree is completely different than mine, so I don't know what help she would provide. Yeah, I don't think I could help you. Um, but yeah, I was like no one's forcing you to become anything right i know like it's very common for brown parents to be like become a doctor or whatever but that never happened in our household and it was like you can just be whatever you want to be and i think just the one requirement was that you have to go to university and get a degree outside of that like it wasn't 
There was nothing else enforced. There's no, there's no really like no shits given. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no shits so, given. Sounding like he's on helium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Yeah, there, there's no shits given. You can have like a sixty, or you can have like a ninety, and I feel like it'll be the same response. Like what part of or you know, just it's all the same. I don't think they care. Um, just to add to that, like um. I guess for Roger's case and my case, uh, we actually show our parents our report. They didn't want to see it. For Roger's case, he walks around. He's like, Mom, look at my report card. Dad, look at my report card. <laughs> no, same for me and Simi. Like, no one ever asked us for it. It's like, if we wanted to show it, then we would just show it. But it wasn't mandatory ever. Yeah, and then they'd see your marks and then they'd forget about it. This is like, not anything serious. So they'd check in on you about it. They'd be like, okay, cool. No, so it was completely different in my household my sister and i and even i think my cousins we were expected to show our report cards to our parents uh, and also like, like our schools were asking us to get a get, get our, our report cards signed so either way you had to show your uh show your report cards but is that is that in high school only no uh all through uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, we had to get our, uh, the, I think it was the last sheet of the report card signed and brought back to the teacher. So the teacher knew that you, that your parents know, like, were aware of how you were doing in school. Like in elementary school, yeah, we had to do that. High school, we might yeah, have. I, I don't, don't remember high school. I don't school, remember high I know school. in elementary you had to. Yeah. But like even, I'm saying like, I guess even in university, you had to show your parents your grades. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they, like, you know, you guys said that your parents didn't, or still, for the for you two in school, Raja and and Herjo, uh, still being in school, like your parents never told you what to do or didn't have any expectations regarding what they wanted you to become. Not the case for us. My sister's a nurse because my dad told her to be a nurse, and. Uh, I was expected to be like a doctor or like a pharmacist. I'm I'm neither of those things though. Not hitting know. expectations. I guess like the only person who really cared about stuff I was like would be dad more than mom. Mom doesn't really care. But the thing with dad is like uh, he's just like lost in his own bubble of stuff. So like one time like I think I told dad I got to shoe like or I went to party shoe like he's like, Oh, do you even have marks for that? Oh my god, he said the same thing when I applied to university. Yeah, he's like, do you even have marks for that? Or like, I'll be like, yo, I'm trying to become a CPA. And he'll be like, oh, can you even do that? And then whereas like mom, mom's perception is completely different. Mom would just be like, um, you just pass your class. What do you need to get? And I'm like, oh, you just need to get 50. So okay, just aim for that. Why are you trying harder? <laughs> yeah, I think our parents' expectations for us were like extremely low. So anytime we did like just average, they were like, oh, wow, like. That's impressive. The only, the only thing career-wise, um, I've been told is just like open a business, you know, get do a degree, but then do a business because fuck working for people. Yeah, but I think it also relates to maybe their own education level because uh, Robin's parents are more educated than ours, so maybe they have a our parents. They have expect a more of their kids. Yeah, Could be. I think that's fair. And then, so you had to show your grades like every semester. Yeah, every semester, every test, um, the ex- the expectation was that we would excel and uh, bring home good marks. My sister was much better at that than I was. I uh, I was average. I was in the in high school. I was in the A and B range. In middle school and shit, I got like C's. And elementary school, I got D's. And uh, yeah, those weren't fun conversations. I I, re- I remember one time, grade six. I think it was the uh, second trimester report cards. I knew I did shit. It was terrible. And the teacher's talking to us about uh, handing out report cards and getting them signed and, and bringing them back. And I literally pissed my pants because I was so afraid of going home with my report card and showing it to my dad. Because like, that would lead to a lecture. And Indian parent lectures are, you know, like... Check yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, like, they, like, they're not fun, right? So, um, yeah, I pissed my pants. One time in grade three, I got a D on a science test, and then I had to show my parents, right? And I started crying, right? Because I thought, yo, these people are going to yell at me or something, right? And they're like, D, pass 
No, for us it was uh, for us it was uh, if your life's over if you get these. Not like not as in like they would like, kill, kill us or physically harm us. Like like you had no future prospects if you got these. See, like that's that was kind of my mindset because I'm very um, you know what's cool. But mom just the opposite with it. She'll just be like, "Why are you stressing? Why are you stressing over school? <laughs> Shouldn't stress ever." <laughs> yeah, I don't think our parents really cared. And then when I was doing, when I applied to do my master's, right? And then I was telling my parents, like, oh, I'm going to do my master's degree. And they were like to me, but you already have a degree. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get another well, one. That's like, kind of like what mom and I would meet. They'll be like, um, will you be able to even do your master's? And I'm like, why not? They're like, but you stress a lot. So will you be able to do it? Why do you want to do it? You don't have to do it. And I'm like, I want to do it. <laughs> so the vibe I'm getting is your parents are against progress. <laughs> no, but the, whereas like my family encourages progress but like i was like yeah i have I, I had my own shit going on so i don't know i think they're just like very um realistic or just don't know stuff you know what i mean they just don't know about different for them, it's like, oh, you, if you met the minimum criteria like you, you made it. it and that's enough the minimum criteria for them was a d no minimum criteria meaning like you got a university degree like like uh, yeah. even like, um, but they do care. Like I feel like they do care about jobs. Like as like having a stable job, cause um, mom cares a lot about working at the bank. She thinks it's really like prestigious yeah, job. Yeah, she's like if you work, she at the values bank. it more than like a higher paying legit job. Yeah, literally. So it's more about appearances and what people will think. That's for mom. I don't know about dad, but mom would be like, like so, like cool, so focused you, on that, right? Yeah, like if you so work in a bank, it's such a big bank, thing. Yeah. I think they just care about who makes more money, regardless of like, you know. Of course, they want you to go to like university, but for them, if you make more money as like an electrician or something, then do that. According to my mom. Yeah, they uh, they kind of do bash on the not the trades but i would say like they just don't want you to be working a factory job i guess that's their whole thing yeah they're very big on like get an office job like yeah that's yeah. it no like, no like so that's what that's what that, that's what was reinforced into our minds as well when uh when we were younger um you need to have an office job um uh, wear a suit and tie to, to go to work carry a briefcase and find a spouse that also does something similar um, I did the whole, you know, dressing up for work, wearing a tie and shit, carrying a briefcase. That wasn't for me. I... Yeah, but my mom would always tell me, she'd be like, do mechanic shop, like open a mechanic shop. Uh-huh. Like open a mechanic shop. She always tells me, yo, you like cars, open a mechanic shop. I'm like, I'm like, yo, that's probably not the, you know, best thing for like, you know, like longevity, you know. And then my dad would be like, mechanic, how do like, why do you want to become a mechanic? Just do an office job. I also think, like, they're so focused on office job because it gives you more work-life balance and you don't have to, like, be physically doing things. Like, you know how you said your sister is a nurse? Like, I don't think our parents oh, would ever labor. have encouraged us to be, like, nurses or doctors they, because they would require... Like, they're just against, like, certain careers. Like, uh, yeah. I think a long time... If someone said they want to be, like, a hygienist, right... Our mom be like, you're no. gonna put your fingers in people's mouths. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, like that's what they'll say. <laughs> that's the thinking. Like that's the thinking. This very like they uh, want you just like sit at a desk and just have like a very chill and relaxed like uh, job, I guess. Okay, this is what I find very confusing about the way you guys were raised. Us too. We find <laughs> it very confusing. <laughs> like, like, like my experience has been like regardless of what I do now, right? Like, I drive a truck. It's not what my parents wanted. They wanted me, like I said, me, to me to be a doctor or you know, some like some sort of executive. So they always encouraged us to reach higher than. Whereas you guys, like you said, it's like if you do the bare minimum, we're happy. Which you know what? In in a way, it's good because you guys did end up achieving a lot more than I did in in school. Like you're like you're in Shulik, Bindi has a master's, Rajiv is probably gonna get like a PhD or something, <laughs> right? Right. Um, so. Your parents didn't, I guess, care enough as much as my parents and you guys did a lot better than I did. I think the difference is that there was no pressure. Like, no one was pressuring us to be like, oh, you have to have straight A's or you have to be a doctor. And I think that helps. Like, when you're, when there's so much pressure that you put on yourself, 
if my parents had added pressure to like my own expectations like i feel like that would have been a really stressful situation but i mean my sister had the same amount of pressure on her and she was much better academically academically than i was and i i wasn't bad because i'm because i'm a dumbass or anything i just didn't care enough to apply myself in school would you say you were like a bit lazy or like just other um things you were dealing with like mental health issues kind of like prevented you from really applying yourself a bit of both a bit of both i think it kind of became a loop where I'm, I, I am lazy i am definitely definitely lazy and then the anxiety would kick in and then because of the anxiety i wouldn't want to do anything that would lead to more laziness and more laziness would lead to more anxiety anxiety to laziness and it became a loop another thing our mom often tells us is stay at home don't go to school today you know the, <laughs> like after we were watching the raptors when the raptors were in the playoffs right in 2019 we watched the game it was it was the final game against golden state when they won the championship my mom's like don't go to school tomorrow you stayed up late today i'm like how does that make any sense that yo that day man i waited for that day for what it was 2019 for like 18 years um i started watching it's a long time. Yeah, I started watching the Raptors when I was like 11. And I waited a very long, almost 20 years for them to win a championship. I couldn't even watch it. I had just started uh, driving a truck and I couldn't take a day off. Fucking bullshit. But like, um, just to add to mom's point, like, yeah, so it'd be like snowing outside or like raining. And she's like, the weather's not good outside. Don't go to school. Nope. Or like, you don't want to go to school? Don't go to school. And then for dad would care. Dad would be like, yo, you should go to school. But mom would be like... It's raining. Why are you going to go to school? Or like when it snowed too much, it's like, oh, just don't. Just yeah. stay home. She'll be <laughs> like, oh, do I have to drop you off to the bus stop? And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, And even like calling into sick and to work, like she's very supportive of that. Like, Yeah, she would she, tell me all the time, you should call in sick. I think her mindset is more like just like chill out. Like it's not that serious about school and work. I think it's also interesting because uh, one time mom had to do some like learning modules thing like at the at her job at the airport. And they had like a class, right? Kind of like a lecture to do multiple choice tests. And she comes home from her lecture and well, maybe it's hour, two hours long. And she's like, my head hurts so much. I don't know how you guys sit in class. I don't know how you guys study. This is so hard. She's like acting as if she's like dying. <laughs> she's like, if I was in school here, I would be like a kid who never would do my homework. And I would just chill around. She belongs at that. She's like, I would just go hang out with my boyfriend at the mall. <laughs> If I had one, whatever. That's what she condones. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so that's what she said to me. Like, when I'd be super stressed about school, she'll come to room and she'll be like, why are you studying? You should go out, enjoy with your friends, go find a boyfriend, and like, stuff like that. She condones partying, whereas dad condones studying. But I don't really know dad's true point of view on stuff. I think dad's point of view is just don't be a problem, go to school, get <laughs> grades. Like, you know, like, if you're good, he's not going to say anything to you. If you're bad, he might be like, you know, study more. But he's not going to, he's not going to, like, encourage you to do more. He's not going to tell you to do less. He's just going to be like, okay, you're good where you are. Yeah. But maybe just study a little bit more. He's just going to support, like, whatever, whatever level of grades you're getting or whatever. He's just going to be like, oh, okay, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) And then he just cares about making money. Like, he'll just try yeah. to find, like, another job or, like, yeah. work more hours, make the money, and that's it. No other <laughs> no other comments to that. Anyways. Or remember, anyway. like, um, I don't know if Sims told you this, but, like, um, mom and dad used to, like, tell, well, they first told us you should go to college because they didn't know about university or they go forward yeah, educating was, us in university. Um, yeah. Oh, that's that's the, the, the other thing. In my family, if you go to college, you're not as good as somebody who went to university. Well, now they're no. More that's aware the same thing with us too. We were told we have to go to but, university, not college. But when they were like, because when um, like when none of us kids had even begun school, like my dad was relying on his other relatives to see what their kids did, and because their kids went to college, he thought, okay, then yeah. my kids can go to college, and then. Later on, they like their mind kind of shifted, I guess, when they spoke to other people, yeah, um, and saw that kids were going to university and there's a difference in the level of education you get. Then they're totally like like changed their mindset. It was like you have to go to university. But um, Robin, like, is it like in your family that your cousins are like very very well educated? That's why your dad put pressure on you. Because in ours, I don't think that's the case. If anyone like has their really masters of the Bindi, so I principally know or care or compare like that. 
Yeah, pretty much all the kids in my family are very well educated. Yeah. So, so yeah, there was always pressure going up with, your cousins are doing this, why are you dumb? Your cousins are doing this, why aren't you getting those grades? Right, so there was definitely a lot of pressure. Yeah, we never really faced that with our cousins. I think, like, a lot of our cousins did go to university, but, like, beyond that, like, I was the first one to get my master's, like, in our immediate family. Yeah. Um. So I think from that perspective there wasn't there wasn't that much pressure right it's different when all your cousins have master's degrees and then your your parents are going to go why don't you get your master's well that's like our mom would get so happy at a job at a bank she'd be like wow no one else has one yeah (laughs) anyways moving on what's what's the the other topic oh punjabi music music? uh squid games we also have that I've seen they play the squid game as a game at reception parties. Would you be doing that at your reception? I haven't even seen the show. No, Me we're neither. not doing that. But I've seen the game. What else are we not doing? We're not doing speeches, right? No, I think we are doing speeches. I will give a speech oh, for we're sure. We're not doing speeches, but I think the people who are emceeing might be doing speeches. Rod, resuming That's happening? Speech? Like, That's very thing? questionable. I think so. Because I, uh, I think Raj is doing a speech. What's your speech about? You're doing like a mini funny speech, right? Like, oh. I don't want any long ass speeches. Like, it will be an hour long monologue. <laughs> Shut up. No, I mean, like, no one's giving us like a heartfelt speech, right? Because that's Roger just is. unnecessary. He's going to give a very heartfelt one. No, yeah, he just said he's, he's going to do an hour long monologue. Our sugar daddy is leaving. And so his. Like, <laughs> she really is your sugar daddy, isn't she? She is. Right? Bindi's like. Bindi's like an older brother, I would say. Less of an older no, no. sister. Listen, dating Bindi is definitely kind of like dating a guy. <laughs> Good to know. How so? Describe it. She's very ballsy. I would say so. Very, very... That's why she's an older brother. She's like protective. She's also like my clan. older brother too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not comfortable... This is a very interesting relationship you have going I'm not comfortable in in, in public settings expressing my opinions like if i have a bad meal I'll, I'll eat that bad meal but she will speak up for me and be like get this guy what he ordered and that's actually happened a couple of times yeah because like you don't want to pay for something that tastes like shit you have to speak up for yourself i, I, don't, I don't want that drama oh, it's just... mom's very adamant on that to speak your opinion yeah so um she also wears like axe and stuff uh. <laughs> Axe is actually uh, it's so good. not a cologne. Oh, it is. It's a deodorant. I if also like. I bottle. use Old Spice deodorant because I, like I don't like women's oh, deodorant. Here. I use Old Spice. Yeah, deodorant. like you just. It's better. Yeah, but see, like, okay, if if you're dating a girl, sometimes you want to smell a girl. Yes, yeah, I can smell myself if I want to smell a guy. I have the colognes and the deodorants that but, guys wear. That's like with all of us. Like even our mom, she yeah. sprays Axe. We use male deodorant. Like, oh, wim- like I've never bought like women's dove lovely yeah. dovely deodorant. It's just it smells we like use a flower. Like, men's deodorant, men's clothes, body wash, men's body wash, because it just smells better. Like women's, uh, like it just smells so, like, like yeah. Perfumes women's don't smells smell like as a little good. flower. It's, I don't like that. Like yeah. a, the men's one is like musky, like ha. Yeah, like, I like the musky smell. <laughs> I like the musky smell. No, no, the, the musky smell is much better than the the fruity sweet smells. It just makes you feel like, oh, yeah. Okay, hold, hold, no, sorry. One second, okay? Just use smelling hold. salts then. What's that? <sighs> smelling salts. Like if, if you get knocked out, mm-hmm. go unconscious, yeah. the coach will put something. It's, it's basically ammonia. And it'll it'll wake you right up. Oh, like Vicks okay. or something? No, it's not Vicks, man. <laughs> it's ammonia. Ammonium, ammonia. Wait, that's it. It stinks. It smells like Yeah, oh, like okay. it's... So like it's even hockey players, the put it to their nose and like, oh, you can't smell it for more than a couple of seconds. Yeah, like it gives you a smells. kick to your nose. Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember because dad smells it at work because thing, and then he says it smells like shit. The other thing that's so before I go on to the uh, to more things about Bindi that are manly, manish. Uh, I don't like axe, so that's one thing I've told her to stop wearing axe. I don't wear it. I'm happy. I'm, I'm okay if she wears Old Spice. Yeah. Okay. She actually went out and bought the same Old Spice that I have. It smells so good. Like, why wouldn't I want to I wear was it? debating buying this man's clone, the Sauvage. By the... Is this Sauvage? The it's Dior one. Dior Sauvage. It's so good. It smells, it smells so good. So I smelled good. it in Dad's like, car. I was yeah. like, I have to get this. It smells so expensive. So then when Bindi wears it and she walks out of the house, I'll be sniffing around, you know? <laughs> well, it smells so good. You can borrow mine. 
You're not supposed to. I just like the smell of it. What else is it that's uh, manly? She just takes charge. Takes no shit from no one. Gives um. no shit. See, the thing is, like, having grown up as a guy, I never got into fights at school or anything because I was always skinny and undersized. And if I did anything, I would get my ass kicked. So to see a person who's like five foot two and so confident and ballsy and just willing to ex- express their feelings so publicly. Self-confidence. We need to learn from her. There's no fear. I guess also being, being a girl helps because you can't beat up girls. So she can get away with but some like, stuff that guys can't. It's interesting. I wonder where she developed but, it from because the only person like somewhat similar like that is like our mom. Our mom's like very... <laughs> mom's exactly like that. That's yeah, why. she's very uh, adamant. Very confident. And confident. And she was instills... Well, sometimes she instills in us that you should speak up for yourself. And she does say that. Screw everyone. Yeah. I'm not scared of anyone. But mom's like me times like 10 because mom's like more <laughs> confrontational like she'll very confrontational she's not afraid of starting a fight where i don't think i would start a fight we're not talking shit we're talking about how she is we're just comparing we like her, her to that me. part of her personality she has a strong I like personality yeah oh sorry yeah but one thing about mom is she won't honk at people in, in like public so I'll, you know, is that a really good thing amongst people? He honks in private? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't honk? No, but you know what she does, which is really ballsy? So yeah. um, we were driving like a one-way road with one car can go, one comes, right? She overtakes like student drivers. Oh, yeah. She gets so annoyed she gets by so student annoyed. drivers. Drive like over like ahead of them. So she's causing the traffic problems She'll in She'll drive onto oncoming traffic and take over students. To like, uh, yeah, take them over. Um, but back to the honking thing, I think it's a thing because I feel like if I honk at someone, I feel like, oh, I'm so rude. And like, so I don't, I'll avoid honking. I don't honk at people, even when they deserve to be honked at. I do it sometimes. I too much noise. I, I honk at people all the time, it, but it comes out of like a reactionary state. It's not like you think about honking. It just happens. Yeah. Even our daddy honks at people. But the reason that I don't honk is when someone honks at me, I get so offended. Like, oh my God, like, how dare you honk at me? So just from that, like thinking from that perspective, I like, you know, I think it's rude to honk at people. So I don't honk. But like, it's Sometimes you have to honk. How um, Bindi developed that side of like um, our mom, like very ballsy. And then I guess me and Sam, like other sister are more passive. Like we're not as like ballsy as Bindi. So that's why I said it's like dating a guy. That's funny because I got those traits from my mother, not from my father. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. That means her mother is like a man too. <laughs> no, but like, I could think mom does a similar thing of how like Robin feels towards dad. Because if dad's afraid to stand up sometimes, she'll do it for him. She doesn't care. I've got to be in the right state of mind to stand, like to, to, to like get into stuff with, with people. I'm not afraid to express my mind. I just have to be pissed off enough. And it's it takes a lot for me to get to that to that point. Yeah. I would agree with that. I was just going to say, like, I think because you're more, like, level-headed and, like, calm, like, it would have to, like, someone would have to really, like, piss you off or push your buttons for you to react. The company that I used to work for, I would get into it with the owner because the management was so fucked up and shit. But, like, it takes a long, it, t- it takes a lot for me to get to that point. I'm much more comfortable not saying shit and just letting things slide. But once in a while, it gets to a point where uh, things have to be said. I feel that. But I don't know about Rodri, what about you? Do you, like, I don't think you kind of stand up to mom only. But I don't really see you as someone who's, like, like, ballsy, like that, like, personality type. Um, I don't go out in public a lot, so I don't really know. But the one thing is, if I go to, like, a store or something, like, Canadian Tire, and my dad, like, yo, like, ask this guy if he knows where, like, think, I'll feel shy to, like, talk to him, like, ask same, the person. Same, same. Well, in stores, in stores, I am, I'm nervous to go ask for help in stores. But why is that? Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I used to have that a lot, like, uh, like, working at the bank that kind of broke my bubble, where, like, I couldn't even talk to customers. Like, I used to be so scared to ask the customer to, like, sign here or do this. That's your job, though. Yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be my job. But like, you, in essence, are in a position of power. I know, but I didn't realize that. I'd be so scared. So, so, so sign here. <laughs> like literally, that's what I what I do will do. And then like my manager, big, like, you're not talking loud enough. You're very soft in your voice. So she made me stand on one side of the bank, and then she stood on the other end, and I had to yell at her and get her attention as practicing. <laughs> I think the reason why I, I'm like this is because. I'm always in a. I'm always working from a place of anxiety, just because 
you know, I've been dealing with, dealing with anxiety my, my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I'm just naturally working from a place of anxiety. So having those interactions with people, it's uncomfortable unless I'm pissed off. So next time I go to Walmart, kick me in the balls. <laughs> I'll talk to people with confidence. Yeah. It's the same way in sports. If, uh, if I'm playing basketball, I, I play much better if I'm, uh, if I'm a little ticked off. I feel that too sometimes. But do you think that part of the reason is because, like, I would say, like, all four of us were probably all introverts. So, like, there is a bit of social anxiety talking to anyone at any time. So, I, like, um, sorry, I, like, saw this thing online where, like, um, how you overcome that is because it's confidence, right? Because you lack confidence, maybe internally. And when you overcome it, some people have, like, a, create an alter ego in their head of someone who's confident. Then you go into that mindset. Then you feel the confidence and then you're able to... Oh, this sounds so complex. Like alter ego, like like kind of like um, sounds like split personality disorder. <laughs> no, no, but like you like kind of like pick yourself up and like yo, like I'm like this person this is my alter ego, like someone who's confident. That's who I want to be. So you fall into that mindset, then you act accordingly. I would say like I'm mostly introverted, but if it's like in certain settings, like if I'm like just with the siblings, for example, then I'm more extroverted, or with like very close friends. Or if I've had a couple of drinks, I'm more extroverted. But I was thinking mom's extroverted, dad's introverted. Yeah. And then me, us three, we're introverted. Sim's probably extroverted. Yeah? Yeah. I can be, like, somewhat extroverted when I have to. Depends on the setting. Put in the situation. Like, at work, I have to. What about, Robin, you're introverted? Definitely. And then what about your parents? Like, I would say your mom's introverted, your dad's extroverted. Yeah, my dad is much more comfortable being outgoing. My dad, yeah. My dad is definitely extroverted, but he also lacks... You, you know that voice in the back of your mind that says, what are people oh, going to think about me? My dad doesn't have that. I do. Your dad's a bit like, I guess, no filter. Is that what you're trying to say? Or he lacks To a certain extent, yeah. The self-critic, right? Huh? Maybe you're more self-critical. Definitely. So you think... My dad is... Yeah. My dad's side of the family is much more... Confident? Yeah, like outgoing and uh, and extroverted. They don't have that again, that voice in the in the oh. back of their mind saying, "What are people going to think?" Your dad's actually like kind of funny too, like which I didn't know. He's a pretty funny guy. But I, I don't know if he's trying trying to be funny or he just does stuff without realizing what he's doing. For example, we went to a wedding and at night he walked out of the bathroom with the mom's pants on. What? How does so, that happen? <laughs> so stuff like that. Anyways, uh, so the other topic that I wanted to talk about today is so last night, Bindi and I went to my sister's house uh, after she got married and uh, my sister's sister-in-law was also over for dinner with her two sons aged five and four. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did a very good job of being engaged with them. Versus me, who had zero patience and didn't want to associate with them at all. Yeah, I think you were like over after the first five minutes. You're like done with the hanging out with them. Um, but we were playing. So we were playing hide and seek, and then we were playing. You know what time is it, Mister Wolf? You know that game. Very fun evening. <laughs> I had fun. I don't. You didn't have fun. <laughs> but the thing is okay it's naturally expected that all kids like get upset and they get a bit whiny it's like you just gotta have patience that's the only thing yeah no i I have zero patience zero patience with kids who are misbehaved that's normal part of childhood yeah like all kids are gonna misbehave sometime or another not me not the kids in my family we 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 have the threat of a Shit that are coming at you if you if you misbehaved. So you guys were just like perfect angels all the time. Yeah, because we were afraid that we'd get our asses kicked. But it's human tendency. We all do stupid shit. But, but the thing is, you guys grew up in 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 an environment where you there wasn't any threat of getting shit that from you from your yeah, parents. Yeah, there was. Was not mom a threat? Like mom was like very scary. Although she wouldn't hit us, she was scary. <laughs> Um, it just goes back to my issue every single topic. Rampant traffic, my mom's fault. Kids getting beat up, my mom's fault. I'm, 
I like manly cologne. It's my mom's fault. We're not blaming her. We're discussing her quality. We're just saying. Okay, anyways. She <laughs> she never hit us, but she was just very scary. So I would say that we all behaved because of her. Yeah. Or we were also just introverts. We didn't like going. No, but introverted kids can be behaving bad too. But I think when you go to other people's houses, uh, since we're introverts, we just like sat beside our like mom. Yeah, we kids. weren't doing anything like, like some kids are like very active. Some kids right? get really wild. Yeah, they get really yeah. wild at other people's houses and the parents don't know how to like control their kids. See, but for, the, for, like, for us though, like just a certain look from my mom was enough to just like cut it out. But I think that's the same thing for us, no? Yeah. 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 I think we weren't like misbehaving or anything. Yeah. The reason I'm bringing it up is because Bindi and I have have this discussion quite a bit regarding when we have kids, how are we going to discipline them? Yeah, so one thing I said is we're not going to hit our kids because that's just not appropriate. Like, but why rob them of that, you know, that same joy that we that, that we had when, when we were kids? There has to be a threat of getting hit. There has to be, I think, yeah. Like, like you can... A little kid is doing what little kids do yeah. and it's driving you crazy, mm. right? Hi, little Johnny. Why are we doing this? How about we calm down? Tell mommy what's wrong. Well, Versus, shut the fuck up, Johnny. Cut it out. Sit down. That's what leads to trauma. You think I have trauma? You think like, I have trauma? The whole like, psychology thing of your inner child and everything, that's what yeah, leads to trauma. Yeah, so I don't think you can... It's not appropriate to hit your kids because think about it. Like we never got hit. You got hit. Like at the end of the day, we all turned out fine. But like, when did you get hit? Said you guys used to get hit. Really? I don't. I don't know if you want to trust that source. Someone said you guys would get like slapped up in the. She got slapped maybe once in her life. Okay, Okay. I didn't know. No, Sim slapped me once actually when I was four. You, you used to bite her. Yeah, I used to bite her when I was three, and then I don't know, table switched. <laughs> there has to be a, a certain threat level when it comes to raising kids. It's just, yeah, okay, there might be a bit, tra- bit of trauma, but go the fuck up. Who doesn't have trauma? Sh- doesn't. Okay, I think you can up. be like more authoritative. You can like, you know make it known that you make the rules in the house and they have to follow them they have to behave i don't think violence is needed there and you don't need to hit your kids for that we're not hitting our kids okay for the record i'm not gonna hit my kids okay it's just i don't think i would have the heart to do that to a kid that i love not saying i would do that to a kid i don't love (laughs) i'm just saying innocent i wouldn't I, i i wouldn't but you can't be at the same time just like condoning their behavior yeah or or, ju- or just like, like yeah. or, or talking in that calm tone because you need some sort of authoritative voice to get them to do what you want them well, to do it's not even that but i feel like naturally when you're stressed out with other stuff and you have your own anxiety i feel like you would subconsciously just accidentally even lash it on your kid like let's oh, say you're st- you're stressed out about something else you're obviously might accidentally yell at your kid we don't mean it but you, I think you have to take the step back acknowledgement. You're in the wrong, and you know, tell them that because the kids are innocent. They don't know. They just think that you're attacking them. They're a bad person. That's how that leads to the listen, trauma. Okay, hold on, listen, okay. I never once thought I was a bad person when my, when my parents yelled at me. I don't think that's how it works. I think trauma is good. It makes you who you are. As a I person. don't think trauma is good. It makes Stop your personality. Con- why are you condoning your trauma? Why? Okay, look. If I never got yelled as a kid, I would be like every other like stupid teenager in Brampton going outside and doing drugs and stuff, right? But I now I have this voice in green oh in the back of my head that tells me don't go outside at night time. So I stay inside. Go outside at night time. No, but if I didn't have this voice in me, I might do some crazy stuff. What, what stuff are you on the cusp of doing at night time? No, I'm not saying I'm on the cusp. I'm not on the cusp because of this voice. If I never had this trauma, I'd be a like loose goose. Whose voice is it? Your mom's? Exactly. <laughs> I can see that. I can picture that. <laughs> no, okay, but I think like you have to create some type of rapport with your kids, where you're like you're, um, you have expectations set, and they like you're appealing to them, where they understand the expectations at their level like with their 
you know kids like you can't just talk to them as adults like you have to appeal to them they're not rational exactly so but you, like you neither you know, adults I mean, <laughs> you just said they're not rational so you just kind of proved my point you can't have a rational conversation with a child okay hold on okay I'll, but you can't go beat up your child no, i'm not saying you should that was, that was a joke i i, I already said we're not gonna hit our kids right but hey here's an example you have a child standing okay. in front of you with a cup with a, with a, a, ju- a cup full of juice yeah and you say <laughs> hey little johnny why don't you put that cup down and johnny stares at you without a blink turns a cup over and spills it <laughs> and spills the juice onto your carpet how do you handle that you okay, like i think you like talk to them and then you'd be like why John has already fucked up your carpet. What are you gonna Who do? cares? Do I care about the kid or care about the carpet? I'll buy a new carpet. Yeah. Your kid's already fucked up because Johnny spilled juice, on, uh, fucking apple juice on your pristine white carpet. Who you cares? You failed as a parent a long time ago. Johnny should have never done this to begin with. But Get a new carpet. You it? know, poor Johnny. Like, he doesn't know any better, right? Get so, Johnny like a dubby or you a container ex- that closes yeah, okay, one, you can't open it. Stop giving him open cups. Like he needs like a... Um, sippy cup that prevents like spillage okay johnny's three he's very uh he's very tactile with his hands and fingers he fucking pulled that lid off that cup duct tape the lid <laughs> onto <laughs> the cup no but how would you discipline johnny at this point he's what, what are the consequences there have to be consequences well i'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences i'm saying there are okay so why you, you can't want... just like, yell them be like you yeah, idiot yeah. like you did this i think one try to explain to johnny like okay this is why I'm upset because you spilt this and this is wrong with what you did, right? This is wrong with your actions. I don't I don't know necessarily if he's going to understand that, but I think, like, give him some context to begin with. I think it just helps everyone. I'm just upset why the kid's name is Johnny. <laughs> Fine, what do you want us to call him? Like, the, I don't know, just Beard or something. What? Just Beard. No, the kid's name is Johnny. How about Johnny Jeet? Is that better? Yeah. No, okay, and then, let's get to the point. How do you discipline? Okay, this I'm going to tell you how you do this. As the <laughs> youngest person here, I feel like I have the greatest idea of how kids us. think. You go to him, he spills the cup, right? You'd be like, yo, why'd you do it? Right? <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, sorry, yes, I'm like, why, why'd you let it slip? Go, get out, go clean the car. You make them clean the carpet. <laughs> That's the only logical solution. So then they don't do it again. Because they know if I do it again, I'm going to have to clean it up. So you you don't give them the paper. Like the paper's over there. Go clean it up and you follow them and you watch them. Okay. And if, you, if they do it wrong, oh you'll be like, God. you did it wrong. Go do it. Start all over again. So I think we actually need to backtrack. In this scenario, did Johnny spill the juice on purpose or by accident? I don't care. I don't care his intentions. Okay, well, I intentions matter like i said johnny looked you dead in the eye without a blink as you're telling him johnny put the cup down johnny turns the cup over while looking at you and spills it so there was definitely intent to cause harm then i'm gonna say wait till your dad comes home (laughs) (laughs) but i'm not i'm not hitting the kid we we've all we've already established this yeah, you're not hitting him. We're just like scaring him that you are going to hit him. So, And we've already established when we go out in public, you handle all the complaints and what? and annoyances. We never, we never said this. That's what we were talking about. When my food's bad, you talk to the waiters about how I'm not pleased with my food. Yeah, talking to the waiters, not like dealing with disciplinary kids. Like, what? Okay, this is this is what I would do, okay? I would, I, I would tell Johnny that... Bro, you fucked up. Bro, bro, you fucked up. Right? Now, because of this, the things that you hold dear to your heart, near and dear to your heart, zero access to those things for two weeks. Two weeks is a long time. My carpet was very expensive. What if they were just like spilling like on like a table or something? Not on purpose, by accident. But accidents are different. Accidents happen. Accident, there's no two weeks? The one week? No, accident... You then okay. If it's an accident, they didn't intend to spill anything. How do you know they're not lying to you? You can tell when it's an accident. Like yeah, it slips. You can tell. It slips. Okay, they're uh, they're not the most coordinated. They hit their hand, and uh, it hits the cup, and the cup falls. You can tell when it's 
Kids aren't smart enough to make things look like an accident. They don't even know you're watching them when they're trying to get away with shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think you'd be able to tell the difference easily. Yeah. So that would be my approach. They lose access to the things that, that they like. Okay. There's one thing I want to talk about is like, like obviously we were, we were both raised very differently. And then um, like growing up, I know you were saying like you can only drink a limited amount of Coke and you would get in <laughs> trouble. So can you talk a bit about that? Because it's very different than my life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, you guys grew up in an in an environment where sugary foods and carbonated drinks with tons of sugar in them were just like part of everyday life. Mm-hmm. For us, these were luxuries. They we, they were in the house. They were in the house like every day, but we only had access to them maybe like once a week. That's why you guys were fat and we were scrawny. So rude, Hayden. Um. But yeah, we can eat whatever we wanted, whatever snacks we wanted. We could, I can drink three, four cans of Coke in a day if I wanted to. No one is going to stop me. So if I drink Coke now in front of my parents, I'm 34. I will still get lectured about drinking Coke. So I can't even open a bottle of Coke in front of them without, without fear of being judged. Most of our parents don't ever say anything to your face, but like they'll be like, Ma, oh, I was watching a video and like the doctor said you shouldn't drink Coke, and then they'll go on to drink a bottle of Coke. <laughs> yeah. I think the difference is our parents don't have the best eating habits, so that's why like we don't have the best eating habits. We were raised to just like eat whatever, but I think it depends on your parents because they have to teach you how to eat properly. And now, like I would say, as we're getting older we're creating our own healthy eating habits for ourselves because we didn't have the like that meal plan or that way of eating or that lifestyle growing up. CK, that's the difference between you guys now versus me now. You, Herjold, not so much Roger, he's, he's still younger. Um, Sim, you guys are actively seeking out healthier diets, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home tonight and order Uber Eats and eat Wendy's mm-hmm. because... In a way, I'm feeling that I'm feeling that void that I had when I when I was a child. My dream when I was a kid was when I get older and I have money, when I go to McDonald's, I'm gonna get two Big Macs. <laughs> that that was my dream, okay? Because we weren't allowed to have McDonald's unless it was like once a month, maybe once every two months. So you're saying it was too restrictive, right? That makes you crave it more now. Because now you're like, oh, I can just do eat whatever i want i'm an adult like i don't have these restrictions and it feels good like or it doesn't feel good i mean it feels good when you eat it but then the doctor's report comes back and says your cholesterol is high and then you try to hide it from your parents and then your parents have the same family doctor as you they go to the doctor and they ask oh did our son's blood report come back and the doctor says yes he has high cholesterol and then they find out and they come home and then it's been fucking three weeks and i'm still getting lectured Okay, but then your doctor breached um, confidentiality. Yeah, patient doctor confidentiality because he's not supposed to be telling your parents that. But that's beyond the point. Um, See, if the same situation with like the cholesterol thing happened in our house, right? Our parents would be like, doctor, doctor, see a lot of shit, you know, doctor, the book was Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, ours was just like, it was always like there. And like, we also, like, the, sorry, the food it was always there. there. The cholesterol's always there. No, Just kind of live with it. Sorry, that too. But the food was always there, so no one really said anything. Like we even like lived with our grandparents for a while, right? So the, the Papa would just bring home Jalebia sometimes randomly on a weekday, or like yeah. juice or like stuff I, I, like that. I, that's one thing I don't like. I I hate matei. So I was like all so much matei as a kid that like. I had messed up teeth, so oh, many cavities. But sick hospital. Yeah. So she had to have a surgery at sick kids hospital when As she was, was three. how old were you? She was three. I had like cavities. She had seven cavities. They didn't even like freeze my mouth one time. I went to the dentist, just pulled a tooth out. I was like three, like no. But when the surgery happened at sick kids, they had to put you under. Yeah, and, and then uh, care services should have kept a closer eye on your house, man. And then like mom and dad started crying because like you yeah. know, yeah. fucked up our kid. <laughs> no, because she's in trouble. That was at the hospital because like yeah, fun times. Yeah, but you don't you don't even like gulab jamuns. 
I don't I don't like Mithai. I like I'll have gulab jamun and, and rasgulle. But like yeah. I like My friend offered me a jalebi a couple of days ago and I had to eat it just just to be nice. And he's like, have another one. I'm like fucking birdie have this one. I don't yeah, I don't I'm not a big fan of jalebis. I'm a fan of all sweets. <laughs> okay, and tell my gulab jamun story. That okay, so we went to like this was like I don't know how long, like ten years ago maybe. What? And we went to like a relative's house and you know how they bring out like jaw and sweets and stuff at the beginnings? This was Ronnie Massey's house. Oh. Uh I don't know if you remember. And know. so they brought out like a plate of like jalebis. No, not jalebis, uh glob jamun, right? And then um so Sim bat me, she's like, Oh, if you finish the whole plate of glob jamun <laughs> like she was gonna give me some amount of money, I don't remember how much it was. And I was like, okay, I'll do it, right? So <laughs> I ate like a few while I was still sitting there. And then we got to the point of the night because like they started clearing the table. And then <laughs> she's like, oh, they're going to take it away. You better stop her so you can finish the plate or so you're not going to get your money. So literally like Ronnie Musty was picking up the plate of um, glove jam and I stopped her. I was like, oh, I'm still going to have some. And yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was worth the money though. This side of the table is officially in the books with pointless stories. It was funny. <laughs> I thought it was a funny story. Fine. We can cut it out if it's that bad. But okay, no, the whole thing I brought up, the whole uh, Coke pop drinking thing with kids. Like, are we going to restrict our kids' um, intake of Coke? I guess we have to. Or junk food. Of course. We don't want them to be three years old and in the hospital with cavities. No, My theory fair. is just don't introduce them to the juice. Never give them juice once in their life. Just let them drink water forever. Yeah. That's good. Because if they never taste juice, how are they going to know what it feels like? Exactly. That's a good point. And then they throw a tantrum when they come home. It's be like it has like some fucking ogre piss. There you go. They're never going to touch you in their life. <laughs> ogre piss. <laughs> Kids are stupid. They don't know. They'll eventually taste it. Like, they'll go to somebody's house and, like, their parent gives them grape drink. Wine? <laughs> no. She doesn't get it. <laughs> That's a reference to a Dave Chappelle joke. I mean, it's no. like in the hood, we have grape drink. We don't have grape juice. Oh, okay. Grape okay. drink, is, is it doesn't taste like grapes. It tastes like purple. Okay. She doesn't get it at all. Um... But yeah, I think if you could just avoid giving them pop for as long as possible, like you can give them water, juice, whatever. I think that's. I think it's also a matter of um, the way your own eating habits are, right? Because I guess yeah, because they're gonna also see what you you pass on to your. It's gonna be an influence on them. It's a good point. It's a good point. Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, he was saying that he had no food restrictions growing up. They would just eat everything. Yeah. Like was like was he fat growing up? No, he was good. He was good. He's like six foot five and no, I, I know who yeah. he is. Like I'm saying, when he was a kid. Yeah, no, they because they played a lot of sports and shit. Right? We didn't. Okay, that. that matters, right? Yeah. If you're in today's day and age, are kids going outside as much as they used to? No. No, they sit in front of the TV with their iPads and their video games, and they eat junk food and they get fat. Like so yeah, it was tra- Travis Kelsey comes comes from a from an from an athletic background. Eat whatever you want. It's not going to matter, right? But in today's day and age, when kids don't want to go outside, eating junk food, it's it's not the same. I wish we were more athletic. Yeah, actually, it was never, like, um, encouraged for us to, like, play sports and stuff. So I feel like we were always very lazy growing up. And I mean, it would have been nice Roger to engage in something. More. Yeah, I was putting so much. I was putting, like, soccer, swimming, karate, karate pangara, everything. I l- basketball too. You yeah. played basketball? A little bit. When? I was awful though. I was like maybe like I was in grade four, I think. So he was put in he was put into everything when he was younger, so those younger few years he did literally everything and then I think when we moved from Rockstar to Brampton, then like you stopped doing everything. Why'd you stop? You didn't want to do it, right? You didn't want to do it, you were forced to? Yeah, mostly and you know, it was just 
I don't know. It was like everything was like over near like Rexdale. So parents were like, you know, why would you go all the way over there? Then they didn't, you know, we didn't try to look for anything over here. But that time I was already in like grade seven, so it's like you know, just focus on education. Fucking grade seven. What, 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 what's that education gonna do? Like give you a scholarship to like a university? Pretty much. No, I think the main thing was that because all the activities were in Rex, so no one bothered to research here. Where can we take him? And they were like, okay. But I think a lot of it was also because um, our Masi son is also Rogers' age, so whatever she put her son in, mom would just do the same. Yeah. So I think they just started doing their own thing with him, or he wasn't as interested in the stuff, or whatever. And then mom just kind of like didn't really push Roger to actually find stuff. So whatever they did, they did together. So all those things, they did them together. But I guess mm-hmm. they both stopped doing it. And then COVID happened, so. Yeah. I So I, think I love basketball. And that's all I ever wanted to do. I just play basketball. Like even growing up, I wasn't into video games. Just basketball all day. So I told my dad, I'm like, I want to join a league. Can you, can you, you know, can you sign me up? And his answer was, if you want to do anything, I'll pay for Pungara. I'm not paying for basketball. How the hell does that make sense? Yeah, it's not fair. I feel like as a kid, like you have to ask a kid what they're interested in because like if you force them or make them do something they don't want to do, like they're not even being engaged in it and then your money's just going to waste. I think it was because my cousin, he was in Pangara and they wanted me to be like him. Again, comparing comparing kids, right? If he's doing it, you should do it too, right? And he's very good at Pangara. So it was either do Pangara or, uh, or nothing else. But I think he's really good in it because he genuinely enjoys it, right? Like, it, he finds it fun. So it's like, you got to really ask the kid of what they want to do and what they don't want to do. Yeah. Like, growing up, I always wanted to play, like, hockey, but that stuff was way too expensive for, like, anybody to play. That makes sense. There's a financial restriction on playing hockey. It, it costs, what, close to a thousand bucks nowadays? Yeah. Like, when I was in grade seven and kid in my class used to play ice hockey I think he said it was 500 bucks that's when I was in grade 7 so it has to be close to a thousand now but it doesn't cost that much to play basketball it's like a couple hundred a couple hundred was that um, also your reason for not continuing sports Roger because also the money thing because you feel like it wasn't worth an investment I was little I didn't really care about money to be honest but <clears throat> it was just like I'd rather like you know like you know play like in my backyard or sit at home and do other things than go play with like other people you know it's kind of like introvertism I guess you could say I'm definitely making sure that my kids play basketball guy girl doesn't matter um, kids not your own yes our kids <laughs> okay yes our our kids are definitely gonna be involved in athletics yeah that's good anything else you guys wanna discuss mm. oh girls in makeup Yes, it's rip on women. I just know I'm already going to be offended or whatever you guys are going to say. So here's my thing with the makeup as a girl. I know a lot of other women are really into makeup, but my issue is that I don't know how to make up. I know how much knowledge like a guy does. I Seriously, like, I don't know what the foundation and the powder is. They put on and they put more powder on top of the powder. Then they start lining up shit. I don't know any of that. And then I'm perfectly fine with that because like, I just naturally not into makeup. It's not my thing. It doesn't matter. Like Most of these girls look but like clowns I, anyway. I look. I, I agree with you guys as like men. I feel like some women just overdo it. But then again, it's their choice, right? Like, as someone who likes putting on makeup. Um, but you can just go on YouTube and find a tutorial. Like They'll walk you through what to do. Or you can even go on TikTok. There's, but like, I feel like that's TikToks so much that work. Like, I like my face how it is. Well, then don't wear the makeup. Yes, sister. <laughs> on yourself. Like, on the way you look. It's not like I don't want to put on makeup. Like, I put on, like, barely anything. But I feel like other women around me do so much that I get self-conscious. Like, oh, maybe I should be, I should know how to do this because I'm a female. Maybe I'm supposed to know how to do makeup. But I, I would agree with that because, like, say if you're going to dinner or somewhere and then, like, you don't want to wear makeup. But then you just know all the other girls at dinner are going to wear makeup. Then you're like, oh, great. I have to do it, too. Yeah, and it's just instilled in, like. Yeah, see, that's the thing that sucks about being a girl. 
and having to keep up with other women. And also, makeup's so expensive. I feel like it's not worth the investment for me. It's just so expensive being it's a girl, so, girl in general. I know, like, women have to pay for, like, the clothing, getting waxed and all that stuff. Pay, yeah, like, wax, hair laser, is not accepted. getting her eyebrows done, getting lash, lash extensions. I think lash extensions are dumb. Okay, but girls who don't have lashes, like, know, they need to get like, the extensions. But, like... Okay, not me women, I'm not talking about like, me I'm talking about other women compared to men women falsify a lot of stuff like women have to get their they get but their eyebrows have, filled yeah. they get their hair their dyed their whole faces are yeah. falsified yeah and men just what do they do they just have to put on their little cream maybe if they want okay but like skincare routine if they want and they just go on about the day and they look natural beauty and <laughs> women just like there's so many things but that like exist. you know what it is it's so much pressure on women like t- even to get botox to get lip injections like you're trying to live up to a certain beauty standard that society has set for you like i don't think society said i think women set the standards for themselves uh. aren't women part of society no but also men have certain expectations too i don't think it's all women no, that, okay i agree with with Bindi there it's not just Placed on, it's not all to be placed on the shoulders of women. Men definitely play a role in it too. My point is, and media, and and media, yeah, um, you know, like putting putting out an image of what an ideal woman Body should be. Body image too, right? If and girls want to wear makeup, it's fine. They go, I'm, I'm joking, right? But like you guys look so good naturally too. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to get at. And that's what like, women don't realize. They the girls think look, look good naturally too. Yeah. And the thing that I find annoying is for weddings and stuff. Oh, the cost of makeup and all that look, stuff. The cost is separate. But when girls go and get their makeups done from MUAs. They look like clowns. From MUAs. They look like clowns. See, I felt like that I don't care who Sims I offend wedding. with this. Like, I think in my personal opinion, and I understand girls have to do it because like you said... Everybody else is doing it. If you're not doing it, like you're thought of as being lesser than them by other other women, so you have to do it. But it, it's just, it's just I, I I personally don't find it attractive. The, I agree with you on that point because like at Sims wedding reception, I feel like women overdid my makeup. Even at the Godar, I felt like I looked like a clown. I didn't like how I looked. Like. I just felt like oh, she did, she did. I can't undo it, but like I would we rather go for a simple. Look. Like if if girls want to wear makeup, fine, wear makeup, right? And you know what? In the right amount, it does look nice. Yeah, it does look attractive. Mm-hmm. But the 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 amount of makeup that goes on when you when you get ready for not even your own wedding, even for somebody else's wedding, it's too much. Like like girls become unrecognizable. But I believe there is a like a purpose behind that. So the reason. Like, they do your makeup, like, quite intensely. Like, you have lots of layers on or whatever. And it, it might look over the top and dramatic. It's so that it looks decent in pictures. So when you have, like, videography and photography and those are, like, high-quality cameras, your makeup, your makeup actually looks better in the pictures. You might look, like, overdone in real life. But, like, the point is that in those pictures, you come out looking really nice. I think that's the whole point behind How it. How much makeup do actors and, like, people on the news put on? I don't know, probably a lot. I don't know, but like it seems ridiculously expensive. It is expensive, yeah. Just to live up to like a normal standard of being a woman seems very costly. Yeah. It's definitely very costly. Um I was going out with this uh with this girl once and uh we couldn't figure out a date to hang out or in hindsight she kept cancelling. Right, and then we would reschedule. I should have seen the red, red flags, basically. Anyways, um, and at one point I said, "This date better be worth it." And she's like, "What do you want me to do? Like, what, what am I, a clown?" And I'm like, "Well, you both do wear makeup, so yeah, you're a clown." And what was the relevance of this story? I just wanted to throw in a pointless joke. It wasn't funny. Okay. I got that because nobody left. Found it funny. Of course, the other dude in the room finds it funny. Uh-huh, yeah, but... <coughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you do this every episode? My throat leg is dry and then they go to bed and... The... Then keep water with you next time. I have water if you need. 
Your water has like piss in it. Ew. Get that. It's not even a joke. <laughs> what? It's like you didn't even know what to say. Give the mic back to him. No, because your cup is yellow. Right? And I, I didn't want to say like... I see, bro, that's yellow. That's not orange. That's pretty yellow. That's like mango that's yellow. yellow. Yes. Any other uh, final comments, stories to share? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This is one addition to makeup, right? So then, like, women who highly, like, put on a lot of makeup, when they take it off and someone actually sees their real face, don't you think they're kind of like, what the fuck? Of course it's like, what the fuck? Like, what if you get married to someone and they just wear makeup all the time and then they just take off their makeup and then you're like... Who are you? To see Kone? <laughs> I think that's, yeah. How did you feel when you saw my real face? Do you think it was different? I don't think Bindi wears too much makeup, though. She doesn't wear too much makeup. That's one of the things I like about her. But And so, like, it's never been... Uh, it's not a big difference. It, it's never been a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I actually... I'm not going to say this. Never mind. Say it. Say it. I actually like it, like it when you don't wear makeup. That's like what Drake said. So I have pants chilling in a makeup on. <laughs> that's when okay, you're the that's prettiest. we were having this conversation before and you think I'm wearing the wrong shade of foundation. So, No, basically he, he just thinks I'm wearing the wrong shade of foundation so my makeup is looking not the best. And then in hindsight he's saying without makeup I look better. But I think I just need to get a foundation match. Basically. Yep. Okay, anything else before we wrap up? Roger, last words. Last words. <laughs> like your age really shows sometimes. You're sixteen. Yeah. It feels like that sometimes. Like, like, like given the amount of facial hair on his face and the hair on his body, like sometimes it, like you forget how old he is, and then he does shit like this, and he's like, nope. I forget too. Sometimes still a child. I feel like I'm the same age as you. Okay, um, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for listening. See you next time.